Archers, attack! Keep firing! Let none escape! Another down! Do not relent! Come one, come all, all you alphas, because the alpha for Dragonflight is launched. I'm Slide Whistle. I'm Immunization, the Sigma of Dragonflight. And I'm Aaron, Fire Mage Extraordinaire and Horde Punching Bag. And I am a man. Up yours, woke moralists. We'll see who cancels who. I'll never be a body one. That guy is so ridiculous. That was a joke, everybody. That was a joke. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's not what we do yeah, normally, that's I swear. A, that's a big goof in a gaff. Uh, I am still air in Fire Mage Extraordinaire and Horrid Punching Bag, but I do not subscribe to my man Jordy Peets. But, uh, Jordy a joke. Yeah. Pr- uh, a proud body one over here. We got ourselves some... Obviously, you know what we got. I didn't even say it. Everyone's tra- crawling through this news. I It's dropping so quickly, I can't keep up with it. It's so much. Yeah, so the Dragonflight Alpha is officially here. None of us were invited. A lot of people we've seen have been invited. Um, other like mainly like streamers and famous people. But like, um, there's just a lot of news that is being here with the Alpha being out, and also additional data mine things being out because of because of the Alpha being publicly available, and. It's just been a constant trickle of new information all day about this uh, upcoming expansion. So I say let's just dive right on in. What do we want to talk about first? Yeah. So normally we wing it, but we're really winging it today. We're just we're just gonna spitball. And I'm okay. I want to start. Let's start with the raid. Uh, we have a name for the raid and potential bosses in the raid. I trust Wildhead, but I don't trust him that much. Okay. Well, hit us with the name. I feel like that's pretty safe. Yeah, true. I, d- I know nothing about this, so this is this is my on-pod first reaction. Vaults of the Incarnates. Uh, yuck. Hate it. Moving on. I'll wait till yeah, I'll wait to raid till that? the second one. Uh, I, I guess just vault. I mean, we've we've already had several vaults that we've delved through in our history here, so I feel like we wouldn't just call it vaults. How about carne asada? What, Vault of the <laughs> what about what about asada? Vault of the Carnies? And then every time we do that, there's like a little like and like a clown honk. I don't hate that. I don't hate that at all because there are some fucking clowns in this raid. You hear that? Oh, cats are fighting. Someone's that's, upset. That's Illyria and Cadgar. Ellie, she's such a drama queen. She's like Vault of the Incarnates. More like up yours, woke. Owners, we'll see who cancels who. You guys have to fight after the podcast. Okay. Anyway, so there are some clowns in here. Here, I'll, I'll read Wildhead's little blurb. The first raid coming in Dragonflight, featuring eight bosses with Razageth, the Storm Eater, as the final boss. While Razageth is a brand new character introduced in Dragonflight, her motives are expanded upon in the Azure Span quest line. Okay, so we have a dragon as the end boss, it sounds like. So it is a dragon, like two legs on the ground, wings, just standard dragon. I'm scrolling through this enormous... So they boasted the entire dungeon journal. I see it. I'm trying... I'm, um, And yeah, so it's not your regular dragon, it's a proto-dragon, which makes sense because a lot of the proto-dragons... Yeah, a lot of, a lot of the... Whatever you said the name of this group was are proto-dragons because they're like, the new ones are corrupted by 
<laughs> woke moralism. That's the last time I'll reference it. Yeah, so this might line up with the whole theory that there's going to be a sect of like dragon people that believe that they like the proto dragons and proto people that believe that they should like enslave humans instead of like serve them or work to help them. Mm-hmm. The primals. They I remembered what they were called. So yeah, so she uses electric and winds. We haven't have we okay, what are all the dragons we fought in a raid? We fought Raphion, obviously. We fought our mortal enemy Plague Dragon like and Emerald Nightmare. How many? Is that our only two dragons we face in a raid? What's the other you mean, one? Oh. You mean our? Like us? Vexiona, uh, Vexiona and Rathion? Like us three as people, as raiders, starting in Wad. But we've never faced an endgame dragon, right? There's never been an end of dungeon and a raid is, dragon That for is us. true. Of all the draconic people we fought, it has never been the final boss. They're pretty early, right? Yeah, I feel like all the ones we faced have been low card bosses i think yeah. honestly vexiona is the only mid card yeah raid Ve- Ve- boss vexiona is at least the fourth boss you fight or no fifth boss you fight in there so that's the highest level i feel like they left dragons are bad guys back in like kata kata had a lot of dragons you fought it's gonna be kind of exciting because like we're gonna have that feeling of like you know like how like Anixia is like a, a dragon that's like a hard fight. I just hope there's, and I, you know what I say, I hope there's more mechanics, but, and they always deliver on more mechanics, but I'm hope, I hope there's more than just like, watch out for my breath and watch out for my tail. The fact that those are present in every dragon fight is like, whatever. Here we go. We, we know what she, what she does. Hurricane wing summons a massive gust of wind doing damage and pushing you away. Electrified jaws. She bites you with electricity. Um, she charges her body up. She calls out lightning on you. She has lightning breath, <laughs> which I'm glad she, she, yeah, right? It has to. She does a dot, it looks like, that has electricity cling to you for the healers to manage. So, I guess I'll say this. Do we know of any of the other bosses in this raid? Anyone that, <laughs> I hate to say it, that I might know? Or is this a big wool deer, like, a bunch of new goofballs that you're gonna go kill. Um, it's 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 a bunch of new goofballs. Um, there is one person in here who we haven't seen, but the name may be a little familiar to you. The the surname we have Kurog Grim Totem. Ooh, this bitch Magatha's got. She sent some fucking people into this place. It says Kurog Grimtoto, master of the primal elements, prepares to unleash his most devastating creations. Unless stop, these creatures of storm, fire, ice, and earth will wreak havoc across the world of Azeroth. This motherfucking Magatha, she just learned about this place last week, and she's already sending her boys out here to cause trouble. Uh, Well, so, okay, it seems to me like this is the typical like first raid of the expansion where the theme of the raid is tied a lot into the questing experience maybe that we'll see when we're like leveling through mm. Dragonflight. yeah they, they said as much that this is what the azure span you see a lot of these bad guys here so this is directly like the baddies of the azure span have a big scary plot that they're ready to do there's not many photos, but there is a photo of Kurog Grim Totem that I dropped into host chat. And this motherfucker is Whoa. quite the shade of light blue and lilac. Oh my right? god, this is like a Shaw Torin. This is this dude's wild. 
if Magatha is still his boss, I would be surprised. This guy looks like he could crush her in an instant. I was going to say, well, we don't know. Maybe he's her boss. Yeah, I mean, we don't know a lot about the Grim Totems or how long this dude has been here. Maybe he's like, oh. Maybe he's just be like, listen, it's a common last name. It's like the Smith of the Primalists. <laughs> I have nothing to do with that Tauren clan. Now, I know I look like I'm a Tauren, but I'm actually a spooky spike monster. We just look very similar. Have you seen my dog? Unrelated. Just <laughs> needed to ask. I would love if somehow Magatha is still his boss, and he has to, like, respond to her, like, Okay, I'm coming. I, I have another picture of a raid boss here, Aaron, that I would like you to look at. I means making a stink face at it. <laughs> um, check out Taros. The primalist-shaped ah. primalist Taros from the Earth itself. So... Creating a brutal force of destruction. That's, that's really it. So this looks like an angry tree. And not only is it an angry tree, it's very, uh... It's very decipy to me. And I don't know how I feel about that. It looks like... A cop I, hmm, I think it looks gross. I think it almost looks like a hand that is, like, formed out of bark that was, like, pulled out of the ground. But then also it's glowing, like, a little bit of the seppi, as you said. Very weird. I don't know if I like it. All, I mean, all I'm going to say, knowing only three bosses in here, one is a dragon, one's a weird withered tauren, and the other is this tree man. I'm hoping we get variants. That's all I'm asking for. Because very much Shadowlands and Disippi, they had raids where it's like, hey, everything is going to kind of look like everything else. Okay, well, let's get your opinion on the other picture we have of Aranog, who may be the first boss, judging by the order it's placed in. Look at this dude. He's a big, like, fire elemental, looking like uh, looking like Ragnaros when he comes out of uh, the Yeah, pool. yeah, he's made out of brimstone and fire. He's very much magma world. Also, Did somebody say Magma World? <laughs> also, I have no frame of reference on the size, but for some reason he looks small. So I hope we get a guy who's only like eight feet tall that we have to fight. That's fun when they do that I one. Was thinking the, I was thinking the same thing. But then you know what? Looking at Taros again, this boss may be a nippler. It's, this it's, it's boss, lower body is it, really weird. It depends on the platform, but it definitely does. Its lower body just extends past the frame. So this could be a nippler, if not at least a proto-nippler. Proto-nippler. Uh, we need more proto-nipplers. You know, if there's one place to get it, maybe it's here. Or maybe maybe we'll get some primal nipplers. This is the first time in history that we've been actively waiting for nipplers. And it's like, if they don't give us any, it just feels like time wasted. What are you guys doing? The last boss I want to highlight, there's no picture. But it, the, the, it sounds interesting. It's Senarth, the cold breath. I guess the boss begins the fight by attacking with frost and web as spiderlings stream in. After a brief delay, she repels up her spider web as players attempt to keep up. Stage one is called Ice Climbers. <laughs> oh no. I, I'm having like war flashbacks to um, Spider Boss in in uh legion right of the um elioth yeah. is that her name uh god it was something she had two names yeah it was the druid that turned into a spider and a bird yeah dude this is gonna kick our guild's ass 
Uh, there's a dot called permafrost, and if you're not on the upper platform, then you suffer frost damage every one second, and it stacks. So you're just going to die if you're not fast enough to get to the top of her little platform. Well, maybe we can have like our entire raid of Drakthir carry people up there. Oh yeah, the Drakthir can do that now. They can carry people. That was last of my raid highlights. I just wanted to cover that stuff. So it's this sounds like an interesting um, theme for a raid. It seems primalist themed, and it seems like all of the bosses, in one way or another, are connected to some for sort of one of the forces of the primal elements. We've seen a fire one. We've seen some frost ones. The final boss is like thunder. I'm excited for it. It seems cool. Mm-hmm. It's now this is very tempting. If I don't like the playstyle of Evoker. I think that Shaman might be on the table for me. I usually if like to just, be thematic. I was just about to say, just to stay thematic with the expansion. I think it'd be so cool being a Shaman and coming through this very obviously, like, elemental-filled area. Would you be where, like, an elemental or an enhancement? I don't know. I was doing enhancement on Gum Gums on my Horde. I've been messing around with elemental on in Shadowlands um, as Alliance, and... I like them both. They both play pretty fun. I feel like the Avatar throwing shit like crazy. So, who knows? Okay, what do you, what do you guys think? What's your next topic? What are we talking about? Okay, well, I'm just gonna throw it out there. The next thing I see on Wowhead, um, is they've also, I mean, because it's Alpha, we have a, like official Dragonflight maps of the Dragon Isles, and there are a few other maps that were thrown in too. Have you guys seen these yet, or should I share them to host chat? So the main thing I've seen is the main map of Dragonflight, the Dragon Isles, uh, but and it's the one you just posted, and it's very. They they did a legion on us again. They, <laughs> the man in the pickle suit tricked me again. They called it the Dragon Isles. It looks about ninety percent of what you will be doing is one island. But there are other side islands, so it does categorically count as the Dragon Isles. Yeah, I'm gonna. Well, hey, if you look at the middle, if you look at the middle, there's a lot of pieces that technically don't that's, touch that's true. each other. They are islands. They're connected by a six foot rickety wood bridge, but they are <laughs> islands. It's the loosest definition of islands you could have. Wait, does isle is 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 an isle different than an island? Or is Isle just multiple islands? Well, an Isle is at the grocery store. And I don't see any islands there, so checkmate. Okay, so I've Googled this question, and it says, The main difference between an Isle and an island is that the Isle is an archaic form of referring to land surrounded by the sea, while the island is a standard form referring to the same. So yes, they're geographically the same, but Isle is more dated i guess a little older so like for fantasy games that's probably why oh i thought it was gonna be a fun like no you see if there's six feet of water in a rickety bridge <laughs> it's an aisle the zoom in of the maps is it blows up way larger than i thought it would be because looking at this first map i'm like okay the own oh god the own Auron planes how am i gonna say these words they gave me too many words that i cannot say thou drowsis on Haran Plains, Shore, Shores, Reach. <laughs> I can't understand these. But the map blows up and it looks way larger than I expected it to look like. So that's cool. So the raid's gonna be in Thaldrasis, judging by all the lava and the big large building to the right side. <laughs> Which is interesting too, because that's the, the zone that has the, the major city hub, right? 
Oh, it could be the Waking Shores. There's another big building. Lots of big buildings. Curious. Um, I've heard from people who have played this already that they say that it feels very much like uh, Wrath of the Lich King. Not in, like, Ooh. the gameplay, but just, like, how the maps kind of work and how they look on the overview. And one of the zones is even, like, almost um, Grizzly Hills-esque. Yeah, I've heard that, too, and I've heard that, like, beyond just kind of vaguely thematically and aesthetically, like, being reminiscent of Northrend, the way that it's set up, people say that it's more expansive and larger than other zones that we've seen, and this may be because they're built with dragon riding in mind, which they've, we've also, like, before the alpha came out, they, there's even been some clips, like, some additional clips of what dragon riding looks and feels like, and... I don't know. It looks like there's more exciting flying to me. I don't know if it's faster than normal flying, but... So, the whole thing is it's just flying, but you all have a common mount, but that mount is customizable. So, th- correct? I think it's a little more than flying. There's, like... It seems like the way that the camera works, it just seems like it's, like, a really updated version of flying, but I guess with barrel rolls... <laughs> Yeah, and, like, dives and flips and things. Are these moves you can trigger, do we think? Or is it just, like, when the the flower-gathering robot does a Aileron roll and we're all like, meat? I mean, I don't know. I mean, I it seems to me like it was triggered, but who knows? Yeah, I think that, like, there's, like, buttons you can press while you do it. So I'm hoping it... I mean, looking at the video, I think it'll be less like, you know, those shitty World Quest games and more like awesome, fast fly, cool, this is dope fly. That seems to have been their goal, at least. I'm just hoping, and this is just coming from a guy who unfortunately spent a lot of time in Outland. Anytime that they make a zone and they're like flying is there immediately or like it's a big thing. They have a pension for just filling the empty space with nothing i'm hoping we get a a lot of interesting stuff and also flying is a way to access interesting stuff i don't want it to be like well you'll always be in the air so the ground doesn't matter that much well i think it is because i don't think you can regular fly in dragon flight right you can only fun fly fun fun fly yeah you can only dragon ride i believe so I think they they made I I could see them making some like really cool tunnels to do barrel rolls in. <laughs> okay, so this is just pretty brief. We we know that where the tier tokens are going for the evokers, which group they're joining. What do you guys think? Which team are they joining? As in like which of the dragon flights? So you know like in raid how there's like mage, druid, hunter tier, like it's one tier. Which tier set are the Evokers joining? Wait, are those sets always the same in each um, expansion? Yep, Paladin, Priest, Other One, Mage, Druid, Hunter. Then is it the Gross Ones? Demon Hunter, Death Knight, Warlock? I didn't know that those were set, like, prior to Decepi. I thought that was just something they categorized for that, so I have no idea. Yeah, because I, I remember back in Wide, uh, me and Amin were able to trade tier sets because I was on my Paladin and you were on your Priest and we were able to swap sets, but you were alone on your island. So they're joining which the Zenith. Also, they've had names for a while. I know you guys probably didn't know that either. <laughs> Wait, um, what? The, the, the armor 
the groups have different names? What are they? Yeah. So uh, you, w- right now we're in Mystic. Druid, Hunter, Mage is Mystic. Uh, the Venerated is Paladin, Priest, and Shaman. Dreadful, the Gross Boys, are the Death Knights, the Demon Hunters, and the Warlocks. And the Zenith, Zenith are Monk, Rogue, Warrior, basically the rest of them, <laughs> and Evoker. So this huh. is interesting. Because they basically are like, oh, we'll put a Boker in that one. In the mostly leather group, I guess. But... That that group also strikes me as just casual people. Like, Evokers are special. Monks are kind of special. But rogues and warriors are just schlubs. They're just... They're not even magic or cool. They're just people. Well, it also seems like, in general, these groups are divided so that it's kind of evenly distributive of armor class. If you look at it. Between male, leather, cloth, plate. I was going to say, it's weird that they didn't put them in Mystic with Druid. But then I'm like, well, the Druids have a lot. There's four specs. So naturally, there's a fuck ton of Druids. So I guess you don't really need to, right? Monk, Rogue, and Warrior kind of fluctuates, I feel like. Those three kind of either are really good sometimes or they're really bad sometimes. So they're probably just giving that ones a boost. But what is interesting is that now... They've confirmed that group loot is coming back. Not Master Looter. I repeat, Master Looter is not coming back. Which is funny because WoW had literally clickbait thumbnailed everyone by putting a picture of Master Loot as their thumbnail. Real shady press marketing there from Squishy, I'm sure. <laughs> Naturally, it's gotta be Squishy. <laughs> um, It actually was. I, I checked it to see. Because <laughs> the comments in that one were really high. Because everyone's like, nice picture. What is this picture, huh? I'm like, get him, get him. <laughs> Fuck Squishy. But so, okay, so group loot is back. Which means, if I remember correctly, my memory's very shady on this. Shaky. And also kind of shady. So loot will drop, and everyone will see that loot, and we can roll on it. Instead of you getting it personally, it will just appear in front of you if you can roll on it. Right? I took it as a different way. I said, I, I like, um interpreted the post as meaning that anyone can just trade anything without any restrictions i think you have to roll on it to get it i'm pretty sure group loot isn't master loot in which drops are directly control okay we don't master loot is what's what's group loot ian has a big long post about it but he doesn't specify i'm pretty sure you have to roll to win group loot wait so roll slash rolling is now embedded in the game well, it used to be. I mean, like remember, like need and greed. That was just roll one hundred. Well, I guess that is roll one hundred, but it was a secret roll one hundred. But now it's, the game's just like put a number in. I, th- I think it'll just be a button. Here, here we go. Ian says, moving away from personal to a shared pool of loot, where if you kill a raid boss, you work together with fifteen or twenty or thirty people to do it. We get it. There's five items on the corpse, and you can roll for those items. You can pass on them. And you can trade them to your friends. That's a world we think we want to be in again. So I think, yeah, so we're going to have the rolly thing. So you're saying that the three of us could secretly all agree to roll on something and then trade it amongst ourselves. We could, but this is now this is where it gets interesting with the Zenith having four people in it. Before, with personal loot, you want to have as many people of your tier set as possible so you can trade you actually want to have less people of your tier token set that way you have the higher chance to roll on it 
Say that we have zero Warlocks, zero Death Knights, and zero Demon Hunters. Those tier tokens could still drop, and nobody could use them. <laughs> oh, yeah, and we know mm. that two of them would drop if that was the case. So, wait, so, you, you two are in my tier thing, right? Currently. Yes. I mean, we don't know what we're all going Ooh, to be rating with. Oh, shit. You know, uh, those BM stats did look pretty bad. And, I mean, Druid? I mean, pff, come on, really? Do you want to be seen as one of those? I think you guys need to switch. Rub's so, uh, tier like, <laughs> thing. <laughs> Rub's that's the name of the game. secret special item so you guys can't use it. So, like, that's going to suck ass if we're all evokers. We're all competing with each other. And then there's still the rogues, I, warriors, I and monks to deal think, with. I think, and I love our guild very much... I think it's a bunch of motherfuckers who will be too upset to play lizard people. You're right, like, though. Th- there might be evokers starting out. I don't know if that'll exist into the two months until the raid tier. Too many people are going to be like, I do love my human monk too much. Yeah, we have a lot of people who just like really are like one main kind of people. They really only play one thing. So who knows? Maybe I'll be the only evoker in raid. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, like, I don't think I will be maining one. I'm going to level one and see if I like it, but I probably will be raiding with either my hunter or my priest, depending on what we need. Why don't you, uh, why don't you try a warlock? Yeah, come on, they're all the rage right now. Get out of my fucking tier loot. I, I don't really know if, like, the it'll be as big of a problem as, as you're saying, but it'll be interesting to see how it's implemented. It, it So, based on what you're reading what Ian said... It, it effectively is the return of the need, greed, what was the third one, and, and then pass? No, there are four, right? No, it was it was need, greed, pass, yeah, because it was, like, coin, dice, and X. So I guess we've just eliminated greed. It's just need or pass. Also, I think you're wrong. It is going to be as bad as I'm saying it is, because that's how it used to be. It used to be like this, and it used to be bad. <laughs> that's what, And that's what people in the comments are saying, too. They're like... Which, I will say, the comments are not a place to be looking at. But they're right. Personal loot is not better, but it's it gives you the chance to get your gear instead of having to constantly have bad rolls against other people who you're competing with. It's possible you're going to get shafted constantly with losing rolls to people who got it and then you don't get anything, you know? Yeah, but every le- every week that you lose it, your chances go up next time to get it. Next time, you want me to wait like four weeks to get my and what? If five pieces drop, it could drop loot that we don't even need. So this, the loot pool is even more. Uh, what's the word? Filled with shit. <laughs> it's uh, overburdened with stuff. Like it, and our comps are normally actually pretty bad. I would say we either like class stack like two classes and have like one or two other varieties. Mm-hmm. But, like we don't have a. De- we had no demon hunter. We had. No monks, right? Do you have any monks? We had no, we, 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 we had Jamunky and we had Myth Monk, but two. We had no warrior until Hotboy joined and then left. Well, no, so, we because like, we, we had What's-His-Face 2. You're just forgetting uh, tanks. Tanks don't count. They're not real people. <laughs> you hear that, Mini? There's a good reason you're Mini because you're less of a person. But also... With how well-received the creation Kellis was and being able to turn Mythic Plus gear into tier, I assume they would have that carry on as well. Mythic Plus gear? Who does that? It's all about getting your gear in raid and nowhere else. 
What do you mean? Okay, calm down our whole raid team. (laughs) (laughs) Did you see all of the new cool customization options that are coming to World of Warcraft's ninth expansion, Dragonflight? Uh, I saw some, yeah. It's mainly the Voker ones, right? I mean, the Drakthir ones, yeah? Yes, there are 10 zillion million Drakthir ones. Too much, in my opinion. (laughs) I saw a bunch of memes that were like, streamers being like sorry guys this stream is literally just going to me be me customizing my drag theory just because of like how many fucking options they have which like good i always i always love it that. is wwe 2k 11 levels of like sorry guys we are only making our caws this sleepover you will not be seeing anything else tonight which is good i mean more character customizations always always better in my book and i hope that like some of the things that they've included will eventually be translated to some of the other races as well. Mm-hmm. Because they can, like, customize, like, their undergarments even. Which I feel like is something that a lot of the other races probably would want as well. Yeah, and and a lot of it is not even specifically just Drakthir based. It's like, instead of a thong, us body twos can wear boy shorts now. I'm sorry, body one shorts now. And it's like, well, yeah, that's just like something that every race should be able to do. So we also haven't fully explained that, even though we've referenced it a few times. So far on the alpha, they've removed the like how it's designated as like gender, male or female. Now it's just like body type one or two. So this is my only thing is that while it is still a duality of body type one and two, it doesn't feel good. I feel like we need to get another option so that like larger or muscular feminine bodies or thinner masculine bodies what while it's while it's still just body one body two it feels rough it still feels like it's just in my opinion a cop out for male female yeah, and I've seen it in other games where you can create like a fantasy character where it's not broken into like traditional gender. It's more so of just like a slider along all the different aspects of the genders, mm-hmm. if that makes yeah. sense. Yeah, it should be less body one, body two, and just be like body, period, and then you can adjust certain elements, which I hate to say, a lot of times when people have been like, Hey, can you do something big like that? Ian will slap back like, well, do you want us to lose patch 10.1? We can do it, but we'll have less story content. And it's like, well... Yeah, I mean, I guess, like, it may be it's a big lift, like, behind the scenes. Who knows? I don't know. It's just, that's my thoughts on it. But for those who it does impact, I do appreciate that they have done away with the, the gender binary... Yeah, and they, they throw some data mine pronouns um, in the files, and there also was some data mine possibility of being able to assign a voice. So say that you have a body one person, which is a masculine presenting character. You can give that character a feminine voice. It's not it's like not like set in stone yet, but that's what people are theorizing is where it's going way later down the road. And that's cool. Why the hell not? Why lock mm-hmm. me in? Make it like fucking Monster Hunter. Let's go. Yeah, and that's one of the games where I I would say literally it took me like two hours to create my character. 
that's more time than you played it <laughs> no you're you're not wrong yeah yeah the monster hunter character creator for such a game where character story literally nothing but pure gameplay matters they give you a very vast and very fair character creator you can look like anyone and be anything in that game okay i will say some of the customization options i don't like so I are, say, so I guess with Theory I will say this. Are we talking about their elfish forms or yes. their lizard forms? I'm currently talking about their half elfish form. So so I'm just gonna open with this. Do they seem weirdly long? Is this is this night elf proportions? I'm looking at this picture you've posted no, here. I don't think so. And I don't know if it's just because of a lack of hair. Their arms and their legs seem too big. It seems like it's male blood elves, but, like, elongated. And you know what it really reminds me of? Those proto-models we had for proto-humans and Mm. uh, proto-elves. They were this awkwardly, like, gangly and long, like, in first version of World of Warcraft. So is it a callback? Maybe, but they look weird as hell naked, let me tell you that. Also, their heads look really small in comparison to the rest of them. The one thing that I really... Are you guys going to be putting those dragon scales on on this on, on your scalp and putting hair over it? Because if I can avoid it, I am definitely not doing that. It looks um, like they have a bad case of psoriasis on their head. I will say hair. this. I am opting for my drag here when I do make them to make the ugliest looking character I can because that's always sort of my MO. So probably, but also I know where you're coming from. I saw someone post today where it was like they just utilized all the customization options and it was like, <laughs> I hate to say, a real mess of a head. <laughs> and I was just like, I get why someone would do this ironically, but like, this is real rough. But everything else, I think it's awesome. I mean, like, they have some of the most modern hairstyles. Like, what, like, like they have the, the hair that, that my guy wears in uh, my wrestling game. <laughs> they have my, my, my wrestling hairdo. <laughs> There are some hairstyles that I wish that I could use on some of my other characters. They're so cool. They also get, like, infinite everything else. There's, there's like, seven horn jewelries. There's different eyebrows and, like, eye scales, eye horns. It's just a lot. <laughs> iCarly. It is iCarly, iCarly 2, without Jeanette McCurdy because she needs her rest. It's like you said earlier, Immune. Like, they've done a whole bunch, and I hate to say it, all it makes me think is, okay, when's that coming to everyone else, huh? I know, because, like, some of these features are amazing. Like, these hairstyles, really cool. The fact that you can add, in addition to those hair that are that I think are really cool, you can add highlights, you can add, like, specific hair decorations to make them look cooler, even. And, yeah, they just have so many different customization options that I'm like... This has to be their end goal for some of the other races, right? I certainly hope so. Like, because they could really do a lot with this. But, I mean, we know it takes a long time to get this shit done, like, to get spread across. But if we can get, like, the body one and body two for everybody, too, oh, so fucking good. They were saying that it's like, like, what did they say? It was like millions of combinations you can make or whatever or something like that. I mean, it was I something like 900,000, which is like, f- fucking what? Also, you can customize the features of your elven form and your Drek'thir form separately. So you don't have to have the same horns on your humanoid form that you have on your Drek'thir form. 
so that's cool like before it was like very one-to-one and annoying and so like i don't know <laughs> you could have bigger horns on your human form than your dragon form which is kind of funny and i know slide you shit on the like head scales but I think some of the body scale options are pretty cool, though, because I feel like there's definitely some mogs where I feel like having a little bit of body scale showing would, like, look good with it. Oh, yeah. So some of the body scales are great, and it, it also kind of helps to hide the weird elongation. Oh, those stripes are cool. I And the, the internet, the WoW community has been clamoring that they want thicker bodies. I mean, I agree. We I think we do get thicker. We need thicker bodies. They have four different bodies. Um, that you can pick through, and they look pretty similar to me. I mean, I haven't seen it in game, so I don't really know. Like, I said, I was a comparison. I don't know. Just give us some like, I want like a Boralus size Drakbeer man. Hopefully yeah, I, do, I, I, and I, and I don't want to be so rude, so blunt. I want big fatties. I want a big fat version of my character, please. A big thick character. So, in addition to the customizations that have been added for the Drakthir, it seems in the alpha that they've also included options for choosing pronouns at some point so whether or not whether or not you want to designate yourself as like he him she her they them and as slide said voice as well and this apparently is set to change the way that npcs address you so instead of saying like instead of magni saying like he does this or that like he'd be he, they would just be like our champion instead of like doing either a male or female pronoun Wasn't, if you choose they weren't them. they already doing that though which makes me feel like it won't be that hard of a lift for them to do it but i do know that at some points they have referred to our champion characters either as him or her so depending on what hmm. gender you've chosen at this point for your character Basically, they just because they're going to have the they option, and then I feel like they can maybe just start using our pronouns slash our names. Even our names. Like, you know what I mean? How hard is that to throw our name into the mix? Yeah, that's yeah. The, the big thing is I'm almost looking at the opposite. I'm glad that we're getting pronoun options because it always felt really clunky for them to refer to us as, like, grand title. And it's just, like, I feel like that would not mesh normally in conversation just call us by the preferred pronoun, whether it be he, she, them, whatever. It just flows better than like, I was talking with the mall walker. I was talking with the general of the fourth war army. My homie. Wait, crap. What is that guy's name? The guy in Boralis, the big, big Boralis guy who always said the wars he fought in. My, my, my main man, quest. Cyrus. Cyrus something yeah I love that man I'm glad you remembered his name Aaron because I forgot you would never misgender a fly let me tell you that he is the ultimate marshmallow he is so patient with everyone he would never fuck anything up I think it's awesome though like I I hope that comes in sooner rather than later the data mining seems really raw so like it's just like a an idea right now it seems like but hopefully they can expound upon it I was also reading that this is one of their fingers crossed it's going to be one of their mostly tested expansions i guess ian was saying normally when they launch an expansion um there's a there's less development time or less time in the public's hands because they have to get the zones ready and they have to find the right ones they want them to be in i guess they changed how they worked for this one and they worked harder 
to finish a certain zone, which was the Azure Span, to give people more testing time. And I guess the timeline is like, we have so much alpha time compared to past expansions. So fingers are crossed, this is going to be a good one. Yeah, and I do think that this all lines up with everything we've talked about about it so far, um, including the fact that maybe they've uh, shifted a lot of their resources off of Shadowlands and onto Dragonflight before we even knew it. So, oh, he okay. He said that he said that Dragonflight has been in development since before Shadowlands launched. So, like concurrently, I guess. So that's 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 something. That also soft confirms our everyone's uh conspiracy theory of team one team two <laughs> but by this point i've lost track of which team is which now because everyone yeah <laughs> yeah like, i, I can't i can't bad. remember which one was air quotes the good one because every subsequent expansion has been the worst thing that's ever come and every expansion that happened two expansions ago was you know really not that bad don't you know Wa's gonna die soon? Come on, guys. Pretty Their death much, it's clearly coming. They, it's been a dead man walking for what twelve years at this point. Eighteen. Also, I will say another thing that I feel it like contributes to it being the most tested is Wow used to be like we're gonna hide some things from you guys, you know, to really get the surprise. And I feel like more and more with the advancement of technology and people snitching online, it's like okay, just community people come in everyone test our stuff we don't care if nothing's a surprise anymore because it wasn't gonna be like everything already got leaked anyway so just come in and make sure the stuff works before we unveil it and like strangely enough they still did have it be a surprise when the expansion itself was announced so like that was the big surprise now and that was a pretty big surprise and we all did love that I like surprises, much like our next surprise is two of the dungeons that are coming as Mythic Plus dungeons in Dragonflight. Ooh. We got Temple of the Jade Serpent from Mop and Court of Stars. Oh, no. Okay, so, guys, give me a refresher on which one Jade Serpent Temple is. Um, which one of the Pandaria ones is that? Wise Mari is in the beginning and then the rest of it is okay. So, a blur. <laughs> so yes, this. Hey everyone, I'm getting married to Cubbybub, aka Pandaria expert extraordinaire here. Temple of the Jade Serpent. You go to the Jade Temple. You fight Wise Mari. You fight the history of Pandaria, which has always been a goofball boss. I'm going to be very excited to see that in Mythic Plus. And then corrupted Yulon, and it ends with the Shah of Anger. Okay, so... It's very small, it's very quick, it's going to rival Miss as, like, the... the When do four mythics in a week comes up, you're really gonna want to do Jade Temple. So, this is the one where then where you start in a courtyard, and then you go left, and then go down to, yes, like, the water? You go, yes, you go left, you go down to the water, fight Wise Mari, come back out... And you go the other direction, and that'll take you around long ways the temple to fight corrupted Yulon. I'm sorry, there's a woman that Yulon's in, but I don't care about her. Yulon is inside, and she's the main boss. I love this. I love the comments on this. Because it's actually people hating this. I've been against this since day one, and it hasn't changed. I'm paying to play Dragonflight content, not content from ten years ago or even six wait, years. Wait, wasn't wasn't this coming in season four? Oh, don't worry, don't worry. Um, Kent says worst idea. Doing this season four is fun. Doing this the whole expansion is gonna be lame. 
Just add more Dungans like you did in Legion. Which is so funny because what have we heard time and time again? We want to do old content. We want to do old stuff. And I hate to say the Dungans they did add in Legion were nothing. I've never... I other than right. this podcast, other than this this cadre of three people, I have never heard anyone talk about Seat of the Triumvirate or Cathedral of Night. Wait, and also, isn't Court of Stars one of the ones that they added late mm-hmm. into an expansion? And the Arcway. So, like the way that I see it is, yeah, I think we're getting Arcway. They're doing the dungeons that came later, the dungeons that got less playtime, which which unfortunately means Seat of the Triumphant and the other one. I would love to go back to Seat of the Triumphant because I just know literally nothing about it other than you go into a building, cross an alley, and you fight my mom. Also, this... Okay, so with the um, Temple of the Jade Serpent being added to Mythic Plus rotation at some point during Dragonflight, they didn't specify when, um, but they did say that we're, like, at any season of Dragonflight, we're having four Dragonflight dungeons plus four old rotating dungeons, which is, I think, is a good change. But anyways, Temple of the Jade Serpent is the first one from before Draenor that's being added to Mythic Plus, right? Which we did think that Mop Ones would be able to do this, and that would be the first expansion that would be able to do this, realistically. Yes, that's all correct, except we do know when it's coming. It's coming season one. So they're dropping in the beginning, but right at the beginning of season one, we're getting these two dungeons, plus four of the Dragonflight dungeons, and then two more mystery ones that are coming still. I like that we're getting mop dungeons, because our experience in mop dungeons is things die in two seconds, there's no mechanics, I couldn't tell you what any of the bosses do other than why is Mari's stupid bubble beam blast. Yeah, I only know those dungeons as Time Walkers, or as dungeon queue leveling when they didn't feel strong at all so they were never an issue so it will be nice to see these dungeons in like a light of somewhat of what they were intended to be played as maybe and honestly maybe even harder than then because of the scaling of mythic plus well quarter and quarter stars quarter stars has seen mythic plus right that's when people have done on high keys already but like as much as I say that, like, it's going to be annoying and it, it is going to be annoying, I am excited to do Court of Stars. Just because the nostalgic for doing one of those dungeons that, I, that I've done before, I'm going to have knowledge of a dungeon, guys. I'm oh, be that oh guy 100%. Ready to go. <laughs> I am. It's going to feel very good for the first, like, week or two weeks to lord it over people's heads who never did Court of Stars. And they're like, I'm in this huge courtyard with four bosses. What do I do? And it's like, look at your mini-map, Junior. <laughs> do you see, <laughs> like, Demonic Evoker? Oh, we're going to need to track those guys down. And, okay. Yeah, l- long gloves, full cape, no shirt. <laughs> I'm an expert at this one. My real question is, though, I mean, like, I don't know that I ever did this when it was in the actual Mythic Plus rotation during this expansion in Shadowlands, but are we going to have to do Mythic Plus uh, ride the boat into the Court of Stars? Is that part of the timer? Yes. I think it is. I yes, think it is. I, I am, fuck up. That is part of the dungeon, so I'm going to assume the little pedestal will be in front of the boat, and you will need to make sure you don't fuck up getting on the boat to the rest of Court of Stars. So Ian did give a humongous paragraph to explain their thought processes about this. Uh, it's a lot of it's a lot of gamer talk, but the very end he says we're really hopeful and excited about the structure. 
Obviously, whether we stick with this structure, whether it becomes the future of Mythic Plus, that's going to depend on how it plays out and what we hear from the community. And as always, we'll be listening and trying to refine blah, 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 blah. Well, if you read these comments, <laughs> you won't be doing this anymore. But I'm, I think it'll be well-received because I get what they're going for. It can be a little stale doing the same eight dungeons every single Mythic Plus season. I feel like I never want to walk into Sanguine Depths ever again because I've done it so many times and I've failed on it so many times. So maybe this will, you know, be something good. I'm a big fan of any competitive or top end portion of a game rotating in and out their maps, honestly. I know that like Overwatch competitive season does it and it's refreshing like every season to like have a few new maps that you haven't seen in a while come back. Yeah, I very much dig this. So what what do you guys think? What are the two other season one dungeons going to be? What are we going to get? Okay, we have a mop representation. We have a legion representation. Maybe we will get a Draenor and a BFA representation. I am going to say, so if they don't include the ones that they already have for season four, (laughs) I'm crossing my little feathery fingers again for Skyreach. And then I feel like with they're going to drop the ball on BFA. It's going to be the mother load. I think we're going to get Toldegore. I think it's going to be Toldegore, and I'm going to say Skyreach just to give good juju out into the world and give it to us. It'll probably be a Draenor one that wasn't voted into um, season <laughs> well, four. Well, Maybe whichever one got third Sky place. Reach. Because Skyreach was wait well then then that's not that because it got like seventh. Yeah, because like the system, because that we are we, Mechagon is already coming in season four. They wouldn't repeat that. So yeah, there's not really any new ones to add, right? So man, Aaron, if you if it is Motherload, Aaron, I'm gonna be so fucking pissed. I'm gonna be I'm mad. Even... I'm gonna be mad just because Apollo gave me the gift of clairvoyance, a future sight. I'm still gonna be upset if that's it. Honestly, if it's any of the Horde ones other than a Tall Desire. That is the one horrid one I can tolerate. What if it's Waycrest Manor? I would love if it's Waycrest Manor. Same. I love every Alliance one. When did we do Waycrest Manor recently? Was it like a time walking event? Or I swear we did some did it somewhat recently. I don't think we it, did. It hasn't been time walked as of yet. Maybe like on an alt? Yeah, maybe you were leveling something because it hasn't been it hasn't been anything. It's been dead since um BFA died. Were you thinking of like a uh, Legion time walking maybe when they had like the Mythic Plus keys and we ran we didn't do um we did Black Rick Hold? Are you thinking Black Rick Hold maybe? Maybe. I mean I know exactly what Waycrest Manor is. Maybe I just ran it recently on an alt or has there because there hasn't been bfa time walking right so no so like, what, what are you doing what are you running waycrest manor <laughs> what, what have you been doing i mean maybe just for the love of the game it was a pretty original it was if if any viewers saw my uh ranking of bfa bosses before i had to private it because i'm trying to apply for a new job and i didn't want them seeing me do curse words uh, a lot of the Waycrest Manor bosses were very high up in the rankings. Nothing like having Sister Malady fuck you up with Ruinous Bolt. Fuck her <laughs> and that little ball beam. Rav the Ruinous just absolutely ruining your day. Is that the pig guy? 
Yeah, and I'm sorry, his name is Rav the Gluttonous. I'm so excited. Um, I don't know, here's a, here's a little lesser bit that's kind of lame. So for a while, the mount and toy and pet collections haven't had a new achievement and a new mount slash toy reward in a while. So they've added a 500 mount award. It's just The a- last one was in MOP, right? Was it really Mop? I, I, I don't really know when the last one was. Um, was the, the last one is the... Inf- no, it wasn't Mop. I think the there's an Infernal Shardling Core, which is like a... Do you know the mount that you get from Gul'dan? That big demon that you can like ride on its back? Yeah. It's a blue... It's, I think 400 is a blue so version of Legion? that. I think so. I think. But I don't know. <gasps> Oh, it's a pet. I don't care about pets. Fuck that. <laughs> All right. Okay, so I'm going to post the mount in our host chat and get first reactions here. It's just a minion oh, of Grumpus. It's just a Christmas thought, Grumpus guy. I thought that was just something you could get out in the world, like via a Paragon box. That's unfortunate. I do think it's cool, though. I mean, I don't know that I'm close to getting this, but I think it's cool. I, I, And once again, different colors are different. People will see that and be like, oh, you're cool. I have a version of this, the Crag Leaper, that I just got from Islands. So it's like, well, I have something that kind of looks like this, unfortunately. Well, don't worry, us of literally last night. Once again, mere minutes after recording, a blue post came out from Blizzard. They are removing the Yeti as the 500 mount mounts. They state, yep, we agree. The Yeti will be changed to a different mount, not a Yeti, in the future alpha build, though not necessarily the next one. Feedback like this is always useful. And please take this as a reminder that things you see in alpha builds are subject to change. So don't worry, everyone. Hopefully we get something more interesting and not just a crag leaper. Yeah, so like that's why like I'm really excited to get my 400th mount. I think I'm like at like 370 something, 380 something, because I don't have a infernal shardling demon thing. Because what the the only other one is killing mythic Gul'dan and getting a one percent lucky shot. Or doing, like, Arena back in Legion, I think, was the only way I could get that. So that's cool. At 500 Toys, you get more glasses. And when you use it, it says, something looks fishy. <gasps> Cooldown is reduced during the March of the Tadpoles. During the, during the, Ooh, <laughs> during the is holiday. It, is it like the Corgi glasses where everyone turns into Murlocs? It's gotta be. I saw. So, I think I saw Wowhead post about that, but they did it in Murloc speak, and I was like, "That's not cute." I don't know what you're talking about. Not clicking your link. I don't speak your language. Now, with all that news out of the way, there's not even like we we barely even scratched the news surface. I feel like, especially by the time Monday rolls around. Yeah, there's a lot that we didn't even talk about. We didn't even talk about anything about the Evokers and all of their like spells and animations that have been released too but we we can pick this up next week yeah plenty of time on our hands because this show ain't going fucking nowhere and now it's time for a ttbbmm immune start us off this week well i have a bottom boot unfortunately oh no what the fuck this is a great week why you gotta do that it is a great week for wow news but for me personally and wow i'm tired of being accepted to high key groups as a BM hunter because I have good IO 
and I have a high gear level, and then, like, within a minute, kicked, and because I'm not survival, or maybe they would let me stay if I was Marks instead, and I'm just like, it's just stupid. It's, like, not even, like, it's not like I'm applying for, like, 24s. I'm applying, I, I was kicked from a 17 mm-hmm. for being BM, and I'm like, I guarantee you, I would out-DPS whatever meta spec is in there right now, like... It's a 17. It doesn't matter. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> then it, my favorite part was, like, the person who kicked him had a lower IO than him, had lower completed keys than him, and then by the end of the day, a couple hours later, we, we went to look up his radar IO to see if he finished it. He didn't finish it. <laughs> so they didn't even do that run it's, either. <laughs> it's, it's, like, the same story forever. People who stringently just go based on meta and this is any game this is like smash brothers world of warcraft anything people who base their entire life on meta it's like are not the people that meta will ever impact it's like you're not going to be doing cool guy enough stuff that the damage difference will make a difference this is a 17 buddy you know, I'm going to tack on my bottom boot just so I can rant <laughs> a little more about this topic at this segment here. So I got a bottom boot. It's the same thing because Blizzard specifically said we are not going to make these changes until season four or no, until Dragonflight so people can enjoy them if they've already done it. And I'm like, you were literally just letting the meta be Destruction Warlocks, Survival Hunters, Monks, which Monks were not mentioned in this. But they should be because they're the same thing. Those three specs are like what everybody is looking for in one way or another. Um, no, all, because the Survivor Hunter can hero. So, yeah, they want all those specs. And they're just so, dude, they do so much damage. It's ridiculous. I just don't get why it's allowed. I get they don't want to piss off people because then they're like, well, if everyone's playing a warlock on a survival hunter and we change it, they're going to unsub. <laughs> I guess from a business standpoint, I guess I get it. But from a player standpoint, getting kicked like that, that sucks. And I know how that goes. I'm I'm the feral druid going in boomkin form. The boomkins are so bad that boomkins are going in cat form. So <laughs> shit's just all fucked right now with, the, with pugging. That's why I'm glad we have enough people in our guild to be able to have to avoid pugging if we don't have to, but... Yeah, I was, like, complaining off-pod to slide about this, and I was like, I know you understand, except, like, maybe, maybe, like, maybe it's more heartbreaking for me, because, like, they just see a druid and don't invite you, because, like, because, like, you're either Boomkin, which is not good right now, or you're Feral, which, like, would never historically be invited. For me, I get instantly invited because they assume that I'm survival, and then I get kicked. <laughs> Hey, I used I used to be there, and then things got worse. <laughs> Slide whistle said, "I used to rule the world." There was there seas, was a night. Seas would rise when I'd give the word. Okay, immune. <laughs> there, there was a there was a night where I was like, "I'm." It's like one in the morning. Everyone's asleep. I'm gonna try to pug something. It was an hour and a half of me just, like, clicking join, 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 and just waiting and getting nothing. Eventually, I would start whispering people, be like, hey, I'm good. Hey, if, if you let me in, I'll rub your feet. Hey, if you let me in, I'll do a little dance. I changed my, um, my like, description to, we'll tell funny jokes if somebody else dies. And I was, I was trying really hard to get in. No one let me in. No one let me in. I was like, I was Jesus, Mary, and Joseph. I knocked at each pla- each hotel six, and they said, you can't come in. 
and I had to go to the manger and take a nap. What about you, Aaron? What's your top two bottom moot, medium moot? Yeah, I guess I am the one left. Yeah, well, you know what? In order to stave off an entirely negative end of the show here, I'm going to give a medium moot. Medium moot. So, last week I was like, in this time before season four, I'm going to spend my time raising my perfect alliance people. Lies. Because as soon as I saw my residents on Illidan, I was like, I got to get those heritage armors just to never use them. And the latest victim in this crusade was Chucklehead, the Nightborn. Chucklehead. Yeah, they're all very insulting names because I hate them all. Chucklehead, the Nightborn Arcane Mage. And for whatever reason, when I started Chucklehead, I was like, you know what? She's going to be in Outland. She's going to be in TBC because I didn't give it a fair shake. Oh my god. That zone sucks. The dungeons all stink. It takes forever <laughs> to do anything to get anywhere. Arcane feels like it takes forever. It was the most disgusting dragging of an experience. And I even picked her back up when she was like 35. So I only had to do 15 levels with this woman. And it felt like it took forever. And then I go... And I get my magic armor from Thorithra. It's not much. <laughs> For whatever reason, I thought it would look like Thorithra. But it was just, you look like one of the asshole guards in Suramar. And I was like, sure, great. You know what's kind of funny? Like, actually, during this last week as well, I had a very similar experience. Because I um, leveled my shaman a little bit. And he was also mm -hmm. in... TBC, and that's why I stopped leveling him for like a year and a half because the questing was just so bad. It's just boring and dumb, and so many things. And I guess I'm a little baby boy, so you can say wah wah, go drink your bottle, go get, go sip on your baba. But like, it'd be like, okay, bring Tharnail Sharn Tooth to me, and I'd be like, okay. And the quest marker would be on that person, and I'd be like, well, what do I do? It's like, we'll go find him. He's somewhere in the world. I won't tell you where. And then you go find Sharnal, and he's like, hey, what's <laughs> up? And it's like, come with me? And he's like, nah, you need the, the Farkle juice. And it's like, what? And then I go look it up online. It's like, Farkle juice was something you can get on the auction house. And I was like, this is not worth a TBC quest that gives me 12 gold and 7 experience. Fuck this. Sorry, brah. If you want to get into the party, you got to bring the Farkle juice. And then it, it, and then I go on Ugly Guy. I start my thing on Ugly Guy, who is my uh, Maghar shaman, and I start going to Wad, and it's infinitely better. <laughs> like it's so much better. Why? Why do they even allow you to do TBC when it's disgusting? You know, I had to download a tr quest tracker just to help me get through there, just because the quests are like vague too they like tell you like they kind of are like oh well go kind of maybe do this thing in a place and i'm like what like, fucking huh? i was when i finished <laughs> i was in sangramarsh and one of the quests was explore the lakes and then i went there was no marker there was no nothing i look i remember and i didn't even do it i got rid of it because i remembered when i was finishing these things on Carlina. 
you just go to the bottom of the lakes and you activate a thing that you have to talk to some guy and some other like in blade's edge to get and it's like this is stupid this <laughs> this was this is a byproduct for the age where they're like we ain't got nothing for you so we're gonna make every quest cryptic and 78 hours long so it's and there's no online resources it's dumb Back in my day, we used to read the cryptic quest texts and spend hours deciphering it before yeah, doing back, it. Back in my day, we'd go to every single NPC and ask about the current quest, just in the off chance they might have something to do with it, and we loved it. But yeah, the no, I only, feel your pain though. <laughs> the only positive aspect is that it's fucking done, and I'm in Draenor now, and it's so beautiful. Ugly man is like level 23 and he got that way in like a day. It's great. It's amazing. Ugh. You know who brings a smile to my face and sucks up this tear in my eye from thinking about TBC? It's our patrons. We're talking about Command Sergeant Major Tizurla, fourth host of the podcast, Your Monkey. Ahoy, Vince, a.k.a. Nathanos killed himself to see Sylvanas and she won't even pick up the phone. Instinct slash Drag Race, Crucifix, Saracen Hawk, Joe DiGiorno Dorno, Gershom the Grillmaster, Hoax, asking Growlina to say, For the Horde. Vanderlyle, brand new patron, Azarin. And Will, a.k.a. Tyre, Trade Chat's fallen father. Ew, Will. And with that, we're out of here. If you haven't subscribed to the Patreon, I, but what do we have? Ten episodes? What is that, like five hours? Eleven. Six hours? Eleven, yeah. We have hours of things for you. There's a lot of content, bud. And also, some letters that I definitely don't just shit out <laughs> At 10 a.m. on a Sunday. There's also some great pizza lore that's been going on there, and there's more coming. Don't you guys worry. There is a lot of pizza lore. It reminds me, every time I log into the Patreon, it's like, you you have hashtag subjects. It's just hashtag slide whistle, hashtag pizza, hashtag pizza ghost. <laughs> you can find that at that patreon.com slash do not relent. That was hard. Anyway... If you guys want to send us any emails, any questions, we got a question from Vanderlyle. Oh we didn't answer. Vanderlyle, Vanderlyle, you have my word. We're getting that next week. We haven't had one in so long that I forgot. And when 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 I saw it, I was like, oh my god, we have an email. We have an email. Um, yes, that's coming rest, next week. rest assured, we did freak the fuck out. I am so sorry, Vanderlyle. This is our. I am putting my pinky out, and I assume you're putting your pinky through your phone. This is a pinky promise. We will get to it tom- I was about to say tomorrow, but next week. Yeah, Alpha being released and all this news kind of distracted us. Sorry, Vanderlyle. This is an honorary Vander section. Use this email at donotrelentpod at gmail.com. What about you guys? Where can we find you guys on the internet? This is unhinged. I just also want to throw it out there. Join our Discord at do not relent.com. But you can find me, Alex or Immunization, on Twitter at New Era Alex. You could follow our podcast Instagram account on the gram at do not relent. You can find me, Aaron the Human, at the Big Cheesy on Twitter.com. Read the show's literary musings. Maybe I'll make a new one at do not relent.livejournal.com. And come see me play videograms at twitch.tv slash AaronDNR. Remember all those big series I used to do? I'm going to do some more. 
Fingers crossed. Twitch. All right. Well, we have trivia to go to. Aaron's going to go take a big fat shit. We'll see you yep. guys next week. And remember, another down. Do not relent. Do Not Relent is a podcast within the 3HNC network representing U.S. Proudmore's premier podcasts. That was a very good wish. Are you actually going to go take a shit? Legally, he has to, yeah.